Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Another Transites the Dust. Woo! That's courtesy of No Clue. But who did it? No Clue. Oh, wow. Got us again. No Clue on the <laughs> Discord. Uh, I like that you gave up on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like who's on first works better if yeah. after the second time. Who's on first? Who? Who? Right, forget it. I know what you're I know I know who you're talking about. Who? Never mind. Oh, okay. Oh damn. <laughs> that just be so it's two lines long. Just a great series of videos, very uh well known bits, but you just bail on them so early. Like realistic versions where the person's like, Oh, who? Oh damn. Right. I was confused there for a second. The family comes in and they say they're auditioning for the show and it's called the aristocrats. <laughs> all right. Uh, State of the union. It's all anyone's talking about right now. Or not talking about or talking about like what wasn't talked about. I might just be on this. Uh, try not to be swayed by my own take ahead of the state of the union that nobody gives a shit about state states of the union anymore. Uh, but in the aftermath of the state of the union, it does feel like, it didn't happen like there there's stuff on the front page of the new york times i guess but it's not like i don't know it just feels like i did i didn't could have easily missed it had, yeah uh, yeah and and who can blame you when there's like an actual conflict happening like real shit happening on the other side of the planet and you're like this you guy's about just Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> um. <laughs> uh, don't blame me though. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I I feel like that's there. There's that, and also because he didn't say. Look, like we were saying, if you're gonna announce something, actually, uh, you know, uh, interest, they say something that's gonna help people, especially working people. Then, yeah, maybe that would have been something. But a lot of it was him just sort of clarifying the U.S.'s position on Ukraine. Then being like, what if we gave you little bits and bobs of Build Back Better? Huh? Mm-hmm. Do it like that. The BBBBB. Um, bits and bobs of Build Back Better. Exactly. Got to keep it alliterative. Well, I know my girl MTG and Lauren Bobert were uh, trying to bring some of that world wrestling <laughs> entertainment energy to the, <laughs> to the show. I'm surpri- yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have fucking signs like they were actually at a WWE like fucking show. <laughs> Yeah, because they were standing up and heckling and turning around, and um, yeah, it, so, it, that was what's wild to me is that like it does feel like the sort of thing you like see trending and everybody's talking about when you know uh, the open white supremacist in Congress starts shouting at the president during the State of the Union. Like in the past, the most we got was somebody saying "you lie" and everybody being like, "What? Shut the fuck up, man!" Right. Um. This time she was, you know, heckling throughout. She she was doing director's commentary. And was booed, you know, pretty quickly. Yeah. Even like yeah. Republicans are like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, so on some level, the olds of the Congress uh, still believe in, you know, decorum on some level. Mm. Especially when you're like talking about like your your son who died and you're talking about like their service, like in the military and like being near burn pits. And then like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yo, shut up. Shut up really quick. Sorry about that, Joe. Go on. We'll slam you after this is over, like polite Republicans do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still can't get anytime I think too long about Marjorie Taylor Greene, I can't not think of what she thinks a pull up looks like. Um, yeah, but that's oof. You know, that's like a distraction. I shouldn't care that much about that, but 
uh, I'm just, I, I feel for the well, bulging discs in her back. It, it, but you know, her pull up form is kind of like, it sums up the mentality of like right wing conserve, <laughs> like, you know, super right wing people, which is like, yeah, maybe everyone else says this is absolutely the incorrect way of doing something, even <laughs> experts, but it's how I do it. And therefore it's right. And I don't mind putting it on the internet because I am the main character. Yeah. Um, like if somebody were to create a interpretive dance wherein the thesis was fuck your science, I think uh Marjorie Taylor Greene's pull-ups yeah. would be the that uh the human body in motion version of that sentiment. Right. And in that context, it would have been like a Cirque du Soleil dance performance that might have like moved people like in a different setting. And like the mm -hmm. way she convulses shows like the absolute pushback. <laughs> so violent. But yeah. When she's just out here being like, and this is why I'm strong. You're like, okay, we get it. Also, no mention as uh, AOC pointed out to no mention of student debt relief. Damn. We're just kicking that can down the road until May 1st. And then we'll see what happens again. But like, my God, were you not talking out loud about that on your way to the White House? Hmm. And you're not even like, oh, yeah, about that. I think right, we'll, we'll get to it later. Mm. Haven't they made like reverse progress on that? Didn't they say that they were going to not relieve the student debt? I mean, so far, I mean, yeah, the, the most was like, OK, they said we weren't. They're like, OK, actually, we'll extend the moratorium till May 1st. We'll pause it till then. And then we'll see. Will there be mm. developments? Will they realize that you can't just keep, I don't know. Like when you look at the significant amount of people who would benefit from it, it's like, this is, this wins, but whatever. Bullet train just dropped for anybody needing a distraction. Mm -hmm. uh, this, which I think is everyone, a new actioner starring mm. uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt's my bad. Sorry, yeah. dad. <laughs> and uh, a bunch of other like bad bunny uh paperboy i think is in there um a couple other people it has all the trappings of a movie i would be like yeah okay but it also right. feels like it needs something like a vision behind it like that you know the this is the sort of thing that you usually see come with like from the director that brought you this like exciting movie right. um and it's from the director of uh deadpool 2 which is not i don't know i i guess i didn't think that that was i was expecting a an, a respected auteur like mick g or something like that you know well i mean um, yeah also did uh did he direct atomic blonde too Oh, okay. He's that's like, why he's I like think the John. That. That's why the stunts are very John, John Wick stunt guy. Turned okay. director. Yeah. 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 All right. Now I'm back on board. You're I, back, baby. I was like, they should have given it to somebody like the stunt guy from John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just from like the little he fight choreography. The first John Wick, right? I think so. And then I know he did like the second one, and that's how he, like after Atomic Blonde, they're like, yeah, okay, this they they do good uh, action stuff. We like that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like uh, Sanada Hiroyuki's in it, um, like a few other, you know, Japanese uh, actors too. I was like, okay, look at them. Again, right. uh, it looks fun. Looks fun? Yeah. I don't know. Makes me miss J the fuck out of Japan though. I can't like, uh, I just want to go back. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard right now. Uncredited director of John Wick, then Atomic right. Blonde, then Deadpool 2, then Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Um, oh, so, all right, this, 
This man's out here putting some, putting together a career of action movies that yeah. I hear very mixed things on. So, but like the people who really, who like Atomic Blonde or Hobbs and Shaw really seem to like it um, and vice versa. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Target is trending because uh, they, I mean, this is like some good news. Target said this week it would lift hourly wages for workers in distribution centers and stores uh, uh, to a range of $15 to $24 an hour, depending on location and position. Uh, The total investment will amount to $300 million. Um, That's that's huge. That's it. Only, I believe, didn't they do something like a hundred and hundred billion and like they did, they did something great, like really out ridiculous in the last few years, but their revenues keep growing and you're like, yo, 300 million ain't shit. Right. Compared to what you fucking make. And that, I was like, I was interesting to see that number put in, you know what mm. I mean? Cause it, typically you just say, you, you'll hear headlines or read headlines or it says, oh yeah, they're going to be raising wages. And not actually quantifying that it's an investment of this X amount of dollars. Because that really helps put into perspective that you're like, you have all this leftover fucking money on the side to go to everybody else, but you can't even chip off a little bit there, 300 million, to keep mm-hmm. the people that are making you the fucking money, uh, putting them in a place of somewhat prosperity. The thing but- that really shocked me about this news uh, is that their stock price actually seems to have gone up. Which usually the yeah. stock market is like, what is this hippie bullshit? They got no, they got hit when they said they wouldn't raise prices already. I think right. that's when the real scummy, like, I mean, anybody who's like, you know, a, a shareholder there and demanding answers is scummy. But it seemed like there was more upset when, like, more upset feelings when they said they're like, I don't know if we need to be raising prices right now. And they're like, what the fuck? Everyone else is. You guys are doomed. But like, we don't need to. But you yeah, can, you but everyone else is, and you can, and you can squeeze people from, for every cent they got until they're completely destitute. And then they'll, but then they'll go to our competitors. Actually, no, that's an interesting idea. Okay. Maybe the, um, the inflation thing that we've kind of talked about over the past six months that like the, the conventional wisdom was like inflation's happening because a uh, Democrat and uh, too many giveaways and it turned (coughs) i told you i was in trouble miles there it is had an almond had an almond and that's that's always a dangerous game before i start recording anyways it it turns out all the ceos just decided they could raise prices and are like just soaking up any uh excess money that people have and then reporting record profits and saying fuck everything so anyways cool shout out to target that targets like what if a corporation decided to like be the good guy i mean they're they're smart in that they're they're getting in front of it you know like i don't know how many real benevolent benevolent uh gigantic retail outfits are out there in this country that are truly motivated to be like no man we got to really rethink how this whole thing works right we got to we got to really we really got to show the workers that uh that they're part of this and they should share in the spoils uh, of it all. But I don't know. It just seems like, cause even their press release around, it was like, you know, these are the people like who, who help us achieve our goals. It only makes sense to reinvest in them. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but Can't I believe the stock market didn't just go. 
Fuck mm-hmm. you, Target. Uh, which I'm sure some people did, but yeah, uh, uh, great. We'll you know, see. you love to yeah. see it. So let's see. Let's see more now. I mean, it yeah. should. They should just be like, our minimum wage is now twenty four dollars. Yeah. Hi. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk Girl Scout cookies, Ron DeSantis, and the thing on everyone's mind: uh, the Cola Wars uh, have reached a new level. Yeah. Starlight v Nitro. <laughs> Whoever wins, we all lose. Terrible wrestling match. (laughs) And we're back. So parents and Girl Scout leaders uh, are reporting that Girl Scouts are being harassed while selling cookies. Yeah. It's not, not shocking to me just based on like where... We find ourselves the it seems like America collectively is going through some shit just generally based on those videos of people who have to be like, you know, tied up on planes and shit. Um, Right. But it's yeah, it's scary and weird and uh, a scary place to be as a civilization. When you sell Girl Scout cookies, you kind of have to be in a place where everybody is. You can't just be like. I'm going to be at this thing that specifically appeals to one certain political idea, like ideology. It's like, it's a supermarket, right? Like most of the time and everybody goes to the supermarket. And I think that's when they're seeing more things where people are either coming up to them. They said girls as young, quote, girls as young as five have been lectured for selling unhealthy food or, um, or, or, or getting upset over the cookies, high prices. Why are you haggling with a child over price? This is not, you're not in some like, bazaar uh in another country and you're like i don't want to pay that much for a maraca that's just too much it's a fucking this is a a charitable endeavor and also training for them to be salespeople but the other thing is they've also quote been berated over a conspiracy theory falsely linking girl scouts to planned parenthood Mm -hmm. so you got it all you got the woo woo high fructose corn corn syrup poison set that's like this y'all should be ashamed over how much they cost? You know how much they used to cost when I was your age group of people and then the straight up conspiracy theorists too. So, yeah. Tough tough times for Girl yeah. Scouts. And I think humans of all time. All I mean, it says a, it says a lot though when you have adults pulling up to 5-year-olds. Yeah. Like you you really don't know how anything works. Like the, I don't even know when I would ever be like, "Hold on, man. I need this 5-year-old to be held accountable." Yeah. I feel like it's just um, they have all this anger being held down and it's coming out on the thing that doesn't scare them, that they feel like they can uh, let it unleash it on. Yeah. Yeah. And what better than a a shivering in fear child who's just trying to sell you tagalongs? DeSantis, we just we always got to check in with this man, uh, potentially the future president of these United States, uh, speaking at. University of South Florida uh, asked some students to take their darn masks off. Yeah, this is, I mean, I think we'll talk about it on the show. There's, we're currently like in a moment where the rhetoric really not matching the data at all. Um, and in this instance, it's clear that Ron DeSantis like absolutely just wants uh, like people to forget that there's a pandemic. So this is him right before he takes like a lectern. Uh, in front of some university students. 
you do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is a, this is ridiculous. Damn, he was pissed, too. Tell the, the black students, take those masks off. Honestly, COVID rates have been disproportionately affected your community. Take those stupid things. Then he turns around like they were Dr. Fauci or some shit. Like, ha! Oh, right. God, golly. I mean, this is just more right wing assholes punching down. They just, yeah. this, is, this is how they, this is who they bully, the bullyable, you know? Yeah, young, absolutely. Young kids. It's what a, a fucking God. asshole. Truly, it's interesting. yeah. People need to check that clip out if you don't I mean, see it because his body the, language is everything. Yeah, he really looks like they're trying to fuck it, like fuck his whole life up by wearing masks because they're because they're they're like I don't know I I've I'm not I don't feel comfortable without wearing it in this situation. Also, bro, you're like so reckless with your life. Uh, yeah. I don't know where you've been, but it's interesting that he said the COVID theater, right? Because I feel like that was there's this thing. There's always like this like. Uh, now I don't know where exactly it came from, but I felt like I would see more mainstream media outlets that aren't necessarily like Fox News, but more like Slate or the Daily Beast or things like that. Say like right up, right on the topic of COVID theater, right? Of like, why are we disinfecting all this stuff? Like when it doesn't need to be. Like it's just all theatrical for us to feel safer, and and makes like decent points of like if it if if it's actually not needed, then what's the point? Right. Um, but then that gets co-opted where Republicans like we're like, have you heard they say this thing COVID theater when they talk about that? Like, OK, let's use that, but apply that now to people just trying to protect themselves, not about how it's about over using cleaners and things like that when they're not necessary to just say you're wearing a mask. That's COVID theater. They do nothing, mm-hmm. even though the science does. It absolutely says they do a lot. It's interesting because it's also like the clip really illustrates the difference between like the modern Republican and like uh, what a politician used to be. Like I could see a politician like a Republican early 2000s in the same scenario, like turning it into a joke, but like saying it jokingly, but meaning it, but like being able to right. pull it off. But he like gets all huffy with the kids and it's yeah. like, huh. like he's. They're yeah. like, dude, your fucking stepdad, Ron, sucks, man. Yeah. The fuck what was the that fuck, about? Man. Why that is he all stressed out clip. when he gets home from work and just like takes it out on you? I mean, I wanted to push right past this and get to the thing everybody's really talking about, yeah. but uh, you know, can't you you have to watch this clip. Uh, but we do want to talk about uh the thing on everyone's mind, uh Coca-Cola Starlight versus Pepsi Nitro. Yeah. I think Pepsi Nitro, I think. Sorry, Nitro Pepsi. I, I oh, misspoke. Nitro Pepsi. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry, Nitro Pepsi. Um, yeah, the, the, everyone's got new things out. I think with the Pepsi one, I'm 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 more interested in Starlight because I have no idea what the fuck those words mean when connected with Coca Cola. But Nitro Pepsi is basically nitrogen infused Pepsi. You know, like Guinness or you know, you see like Nitro infused cold brew and shit like that. Um, but. That the, the the rating or the reviews seem to be beyond lackluster. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Bleh. yeah. The takeout nitro Pepsi undermines the purpose of soda. So <laughs> there's just no fizz. You know, yeah. that's a like Guinness is its own like uh, separate beverage almost because it is yeah tastes like a flat beer, but it also tastes like you're drinking a loaf of uh, very. 
um, <laughs> very filling bread <laughs> when you drink it. So it's like there, there's something there It's to yeah. the experience. That's why it's been around for over a century. But like, this is not what people I don't think want from soda. No, but Pro- possibly. And I just get that out of the way because I just need you to tell me about Starlight Coca-Cola. Now, this, on the other hand, friends, <laughs> is what not just we want from a soda, but what we want from humankind. Uh, Coca-Cola okay. has released a product called Starlight. It sounds like it seems like these came out of similar marketing meetings where they're like, we got to like come up with the future of soda because people are realizing that it's bad for you. Coca-Cola Starlight, uh, described thusly. Its taste includes additional notes reminiscent of stargazing around a campfire, as well as a cooling sensation that evokes the feeling of a cold journey to space. I added the uh, question mark. Um, (laughs) So. What? It tastes like wood ash? It's very, very interesting. Like, I... You know, it, it seems like they're trying to be impressionistic and like Y'all, poetic. Let's be real. You're selling a product that you don't need to do all this with. I right. bought fucking gallons of Surge, uh, that that green soda from the 90s, just because you had a, a commercial with a bunch of teenagers out in the streets being like, Surge! Yeah. And I was like, okay, good enough for me. They used to know what they were doing, but um, yeah, so they... the person from the takeout who reviewed it said it just tastes like cotton candy coke like that's kind of the vibe uh it's like got a reddish color to it um has you know cotton candy when you eat it doesn't taste like this but cotton candy flavoring is usually like a less tart berry flavoring you know and i don't know he's like it's not it's not good yeah (laughs) That's Certainly not smart. the future of soda, nay, the human race. And can't we like accept in certain arenas like we're we've hit peak this thing? Yeah, no, we can. We're not going to go past <laughs> soda. We, we you know cannot, I mean? friend. Uh, the this, I guess that's the that's the cool part of capitalism. Yeah, I mean, like, the, what's the future of bottled water? The Pepsi what? logo redesign is a great example. The right. like this, these products that keep coming out that are like trying to invent the next thing like the the number of iq points that are being not iq points because iq test is fucking bullshit and problematic but you know people who believe in the iq test and think they have a a huge iq uh probably people like the number of ivy league uh tuition dollars that are being point and uh poured into just like trying to sell people pepsi and coca-cola products and just complete absence of any value to society. I like th- this always is just such a great example of, uh, you know, where, where we went wrong, how right. we are going wrong. Yeah. We're fucked. We're fucked. Anyway, this episode brought to you by nitro Pepsi. Yeah. It's actually really good. You guys check it it's out. It's actually really good. And the starlight too. Pretty cool. Um, it reminds me of uh, summer camp. Yeah. It's um, a, I don't know if you've ever like had the experience of drinking the actual fucking cosmos. But it's a little bit like that. I Oops. have. I was uh, on psilocybin, though. Right. <laughs> that's where I feel like that's the only way you can go with shit like this, right? Like, most people drink because they're thirsty, Ooh. and all you give them is a flavor. I wonder if Coca-Cola Starlight marks the... Sorry, did I interrupt you? 
No, I'm just saying add psilocybin to this shit. And then I'll be right. like, this might be the future of drinks. I, I wonder if Coca-Cola Starlight marks the like advent of uh, psychedelics. Because like now there there's a bunch of articles and like magazines that, you know, people who like have, you know, top 10% percenters uh, read that are about like how all the rich and like cool people are doing psychedelics now. I wonder if this is like, we're starting to see the extremely oh, whack result of right. that is like just shitty watered down, like <laughs> brands right. of soda. That, so uh, like all those tech people who are microdosing in like 2014, 15, like right. this is, we're on the other side of that. And I'm like, and now this is what they're coming up with. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Quirtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, well those are the things That are trending on yep. this Wednesday afternoon We are back tomorrow with a whole ass Episode of the yep. show Until then, be kind to each other Be kind to yourselves, get the vaccine yep. Don't do nothing about nope. white supremacy And we will talk to y'all tomorrow Bye Bye